This week on Minnesota Native News, a profile of a remarkable leader. Terry Yellowhammer was just sworn in as one of Minnesota's new district court judges. She will serve in Minnesota's 4th Judicial District, or Hennepin County. Lori Stern has more. I'm Terry Yellowhammer. I am enrolled in the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe. I have heritage with the White Earth Nation through my mother. Terry Yellowhammer grew up in North Minneapolis and the Phillips neighborhood. She visited the Standing Rock and White Earth reservations with her parents, but never lived there. My parents instilled in, in my siblings and I a real sense of who we are as Native people. It was important that we knew where we were enrolled and that we were also Ojibwe. Um, I remember, I think I was in, in eighth or ninth grade and being really surprised to learn that one of my classmates had some shame around being Indian. That was foreign to me because I had always grown up being very proud of being Native. Judge Yellowhammer says when she was very little, she wanted to be a ballerina. But in college, she majored in journalism. When her second child was born with a serious seizure disorder, she thought about becoming a nurse. I had to educate myself about her condition, you know, in order to hang in there with the doctors and to challenge them and hold them accountable, make sure they were giving my daughter the best care. But nursing didn't quite fit. Instead, she listened to her father, Walter Yellowhammer, who worked at the Legal Rights Center and thought Terry would be a good lawyer. I knew that I wanted to be a lawyer to help people. I knew that I wanted to be in court. I like thinking on my feet. I like being a voice for the voiceless. I like standing up against injustice. And I wanted to serve my community. She began her law career in the attorney general's office, but soon moved to the Indian Child Welfare Law Center. She was active with McGizzy and as a guardian ad litem for Hennepin County. I started doing home visits for some of the children that were in some of my programs. And I tell you, you know, going into the homes of these single parents, mainly Native women, and trying to establish a connection and getting a sense for what their lives were like was very eye-opening for me and sobering. I gained a kind of respect for how hard those women worked to make the best lives that they could for their children, and it wasn't easy. She visited White Earth frequently with her family and for work. There, she was mentored by Judge Anita Finday, who eventually appointed Terry Yellowhammer to be a tribal court judge. And one of the things that Judge Finday taught me was the importance of making sure that the people that came into our courtroom felt like they could speak and they would be heard. You know, when I got there and I was kind of getting into, oh, I'm going to be a judge, I thought, oh, I'll have this robe. And I asked her, you know, so do we have robes or where are the robes? And, and she said, well, we can get you one if you want one. I said, well, you don't wear one? And she said, no. I said, well, why not? And she said, because we're already removed from the people. I don't want to feel any more removed from them or intimidating. And I thought that was pretty deep. So I followed her lead. I did not wear a robe on the bench. Judge Yellowhammer wants to make the justice system work better for her community and for everyone. 
That's why she went through the ordeal of applying to be named a judge. She is grateful to several judges who mentored her and to the Minnesota Association of Black Lawyers, which invited her to participate in mock interviews. So do you have the option to wear a robe or not wear a robe in the 4th District, and what will you do? We, we wear robes. As much as that made sense in tribal court, I think it would be confusing down here. People need to know you're in their courtroom, you're in charge, and you know what you're doing. And the robe is a symbol of that. Judge Yellowhammer has what she calls judge school for a few more weeks. She'll start hearing cases the beginning of 2021. For Minnesota Native News, I'm Laurie Stern. Minnesota Native News is produced by Ampers, diverse radio for Minnesota's communities, made possible by funding from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund and the citizens of Minnesota.